Hello everyone, today is Yod 9-12-26 Yod, also known as August 20th, 2019. Well, here we are in the last week of the podcast that I had planned to do, then I'm going to take at least 30 days off, and I want to collect a lot of your questions from the first 30 days, and begin another 30 days after I've had my uh, 30 days of re-engaging with the new decade that's upon us. And those questions can be uh, anything concerning uh, some of the things I've discussed over the, the first 30 days. And there's other things, too. I may or may not get to your questions, but I will respond to them by email or by way of the podcast. I will be giving you um, by our uh, website uh, this special email uh, address that, that uh, enables you to to get your questions into me, and I appreciate that. I look forward to it, and I believe that uh, some of the questions I've already had along the way and even comments have been very uh, just deep and awesome, and I love it. I want to just cover some things this morning. Um, oh, and by the way, we had a, um, an awesome time yesterday as a family there um, as we gathered and declared our blessing and Thanksgiving of Eliana's birthday. It was an awesome time, very moving, but an awesome and those are uh, those are the things that Yahweh desires us to do as family, to be joined in your close kin, to be able to join together. If you don't have that, Yahweh can restore it. And if not, he can restore it in other ways through your uh, spiritual family. I want to look at some of the things that Yahweh has given us in this last decade. He's given us the ability to be able to engage with the seven spirits of the Lord. He has given us uh, the, the uh, revelation of the Zadok priesthood. Has given us so much, and one thing that he has given us is that the ability to be able to realize we can engage with angels in detail, and I appreciate my friend Grant Mahoney for, for that, and, and Sam. Um, appreciate Ian, a lot of stuff that he's imparted here, and different ones. But I also want to know that, uh, everybody to know that when I began to engage with Melchizedek, it had to do with some prophets in my house, in the house here where, where I live in Mobile, at three told me that I had an appointment uh, with uh, Melchizedek. And this is before I met Ian, before I met Grant, Sam, all those guys. And uh, it, it it challenged me. And I, I hadn't, I've had no problem dealing with the what we would used to be called a supernatural or in other dimensions. I, even as a child, I was drawn to it. So it, it's not bothered me, but I just wanted it to be right. I didn't want this to be something that, that we've so wanting that we engage and make something up, not in, in a sense of uh, making it up uh, just because we want to prove ourselves as being able to be spiritual. Not at all, but to be able for it to be real. But I, I set myself to be available for it, and I wanted to be right. And so I've I've not just engaged just to engage so that it looks like I'm moving forward for just for my sake. No, I, I really believe it. So I had several. And this really happened, and I had several of my church, I respect this, been with me for some time, that all three, not knowing that the other one was saying this, that I know of, came to me and said that, um, that I, had a, I had an appointment with uh, Melchizedek. Now, remember, Yeshua is king. He's the Messiah. Yahweh is the great I am. He is the Father. They sent the Holy Spirit. Yeshua sent the Holy Spirit, Ruach Kodesh, to be able to bear witness of, of who they are. And so, but but there's others that they use and they send the seven spirits of the Lord, representation of them. But there's also those that have gone before, uh, even uh, Zadok, Ezekiel, 
uh, the, the desert fathers like Ezekiel, Joshua, but but also Melchizedek, the king priest, the king of the marketplace, the but a priest after the order of uh, of, of Zadok, Melchizedek, or Melchizedek, and Yeshua was of the order of Zadok. Now, Miss Teresa has written a book about Zadok, and uh, that's a revelation. I know others might have had it, but she's the only one that I know that uh, stood with it and uh, caused it, and Yahweh used her to bring it in, into the revealing, at least in where I live. And so, um, and it's been a transformation for me. It's allowed me to see why I would see things the way I would see them. I, didn't, I, I would not see things in the normal path uh, of what the Levite priests would do. The Levite priests more like shepherds. and say, well, Yeshua's a shepherd. Yeah, he, he was the, 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 the best of all. He's, he's been the best of the apostles, the prophet, advancer, pastor, and teacher. He's also been the, 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 the best king, and he, and he remains the best king. And we're, we were kings of his order. But I'm also, uh, he, he was a order after Zadok. Zadok is different in that... He looks at the face of the father and becomes whichever face the father wants to speak from. Not just trying to uh, uh, herd sheep. And I believe that there are those that are still doing that. And, it's, and I, I don't think it's wrong. I believe that's the calling they have. But when I was trying to be a, a, a Levite, a sheep, uh, and, and lead sheep, uh, I was miserable because I, I just knew there's something else. And it kept coming out of me and, and to do it differently. And I wanted to be sons and daughters, not to be just if you will, just dumb sheep, just being corralled around and, and taken care of that way. I knew they, they needed to grow up and there was, there was things to be able to do. So but I realized that one reason I didn't have any patience with sheep is because I, I knew they were to be transformed into the sons and daughters to take on authority and to be able to guide and, and redeem the words of Almighty Yahweh. So with, with that in mind, when I began to get this revelation through um, um, Teresa, we called her prophet Teresa at the time, we uh, transition down these uh, these dimensions we're in now to Oracle Teresa. She began to speak about this and and challenge us, but then I began to realize there's much more. And so with that, I began to see the face of Yahweh, and He kept pointing towards certain things. And so when I had the call to by these by these great men and women to realize I had an appointment with Melchizedek, and I said, Well, I'm I'm not going to set this up myself in my own mind or try to make it happen. I I do the formal invitation. I accept the invitation. Yes, I received the invitation. Now, whatever way you want to show up, I am open with that. And um, and I know Yahweh, you guard me. Holy Spirit, you guard me. My angels guard me that I won't be fooled by something of darkness. Because I don't talk to darkness anyway anymore. So um, I talk with Almighty Yahweh and, and uh, his angels to take care of darkness and everything. As I do what I'm supposed to be doing and not distracted by darkness. So with that in mind, I, it's been several years ago now, many years ago, uh, I began to get these one morning. I got this, this whistling whisper. It came to me and began just to say little things. And I knew immediately it was the seven thunders spoken out of Revelations 10. You can find this in my book, Come Up Here. I never intended to write a book, by the way. I am really on my third one. I uh, had the idea of the Friends of Eber. I set it up, got it going, and then I used uh, four other people to uh, help in this. As I used them to... Um, help guide us in the letters, friend, and it's the, the book Friends of Eber. But and I've, I've I've been writing a book called uh, The Big Reveal. Uh, it's part one. I've got the first one finished. The second one I'm working on now. Never intended to write a book, but the, the books have allowed me to be able to express things on an ongoing basis in a more orderly way. I'm more of a storyteller. 
So that's been a big issue for my editors to have to keep up with, but uh, and being able to edit a storyteller. But I encourage you to try uh, to engage with Come Up Here, even if you haven't now before, even if you have before, engage with it, the book Come Up Here. We I've got it in, in ebooks and also in in audio. So if you can engage with that way, also uh, Tracy's book Zadok has been uh, she's got in ebooks and also in audio. And so uh, if this there's ways to engage with that. So I encourage you to do so because I want to uh, finish out this week dealing with the seven thunders and what happened when I began to see the seven thunders and their keys, their tools, if you will. So the seven spirits of the Lord are key for us to be able to gauge things. They're, they're, they're the tutors and governors to know how to engage these great ages that we're in. But there's also tools. There's a way to unlock these treasures, these codes, these secrets and become a, a secret, a code. And a wonder. And I, I want us to engage with that this week to finish out this week as we get ready this weekend uh, for our great celebration of the finish of a decade in Zion, a decade of walking in righteous peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, learning so much. Get reading, and we've been getting rid of so much bad thinking that maybe was okay in the last ages, but not now. And I so love this. We're going to, I'm going to talk about uh, how Zadok sees things, how Melchizedek is the key of these, the, the thinking reign Melchizedek, the, the king of Salem, of Shalom. So I'm going to be dealing with the seven thunders this week, uh, sharing from my heart what was given to me and how I've been using them. Well, that's my 10 minutes already today. I bless you in this day as we get ready this week to finish up some great things. Blessings over your day. And again, Shalom. Hello everyone, today is Yod 9, 12, 27 Yod, also known as August 21st, 2019. I want to mention our uh, new email that is on the um, podcast site here, but uh, it's the big reveal at gatesofzionmobile.org. I know that's a lot. Let me repeat that again, all lowercase. The big reveal at gatesofzionmobile.org. For any questions that's coming up in the next month, uh, like I said, it's coming, it's coming Sunday for me. Uh, it's going to be the last podcast uh, for a month. And so during that month, though, I'd love for you to send in uh, your questions of anything that I've talked about that uh, you would like to have questions about or any other questions that uh, I might could help you with. Uh, I would appreciate that, and maybe in the next 30 days after that, I will address the, the different questions I think that are pertinent to what we're doing. I will address them anyway, even by email, if, and even if I don't comment on them on the podcast. Today, I want to talk about uh, where I was beginning yesterday about uh, the seven thunders. And when I had my, my visitations uh, a number of years ago now, I can't remember how long ago, it's been quite a while, probably in 2012 that I began to have the visitations from uh, Melchizedek and I know that sounds odd but please get past this I don't know if you listen to me you're probably not afraid of these kind of things anyway but um, as I had that visit that visitation it, it changed my world and I realized there's a, as many dimensions out there that are ready to engage with us but there's a protocol there is a rule of order of how this works and when I say rule of order, when y'all began to teach me prior to even this visitation by Melchizedek and began to engage with the dots and with all the different things I had read, uh, uh, a lot of several books about world economics and 
you know, he began to teach me about that and his view of it and then what would come. I mean, you know, just a really high-level view. I mean, high-level is uh, not many details. But uh, that's where the big reveal, uh, the, the book, the big reveal part one that I, I've just written, I deal with some of that story uh, in the first few chapters and how I did, how I found the dots. And I didn't realize that the dots actually were, were, were eyes to start with portals until I began to put it all together. But uh, in, in the process of learning how Yahweh wanted me to think and see concerning the dimensions and how things were to operate and work, I realized that uh, uh, there were certain rules of order. He calls them basic rules of order that are fixed. Some things are fixed, but most things have uh, the ability to be able to be changed or change. It has to do with the the eye of the beholder, the eye of the artist, the the creator. We we have the creative abilities inside of us, and I know that the word create can be debated of, of what does that mean? Created from nothing, uh, or or create something in art um, that wasn't there. But so there's many ways to debate what create to create something is. I'm not here to talk about that. Just saying that there are certain rules of order. When I was had built the first wheel. And uh, had the guys working on it, and then the guy began to deal with me about building the second, the third, and the fourth wheel, that are the uh, really the horns of the uh, the throne room that was spoken of in Ezekiel one and Ezekiel ten, Revelation four. Um, we looked at the second one. I looked at the second wheel. It had to do with our bodies, with with our uh, with our uh, physical beings. And I'll never forget when I began to really feel. Uh, I'd found the path to what that one was to do and transform into. I remember Yahweh putting his arm around my shoulders as a father would a son and said, what do you see, son? And I said, well, sir, whatever you want is what I want to build. And he says, well, there's only certain rules of order, but I want to see what you see. I'd never felt that. I thought, well, I, I don't know that I have permission to do that, you know. <laughs> and no, but he said, no, there's only a, uh, only a few rules of order. And I've given those to you. There's certain numbers I want you to use here. There's uh, certain colors aligned with those numbers I want you to use. And he said, and there's certain shapes I, I want you to use. He said, but how they're to come together and what they're to do, um, that's up to you. And so it was awesome. He put his arm. He said, what do you see? Let, let us create together. And I knew then that um, it, it was awesome. I could see it then. I immediately could see it. And I knew I not only had permission, it was my uh, my calling. Uh, it was my duty to to see it, and I was free in it. I wasn't bound up. I mean, religion will bind you up so much you can't do a thing. You ask permission to, to do anything, and so uh, it's you kind of know. Like I love some of the stories of where uh, King David would get in trouble uh, for doing certain things because he understood the Sabbath differently, um, and uh, you know that how that the disciples. Uh, even would get in trouble because they do certain things on the Sabbath. And when Yeshua rebuked the people who were saying, you know, your your disciples do not honor the law of the, of the Sabbath. And he says, well, you don't understand. I am the Sabbath. And so th there's a certain rules of order that are set in place. Call them laws if you want to, but um, they're order. They're the way things align more like. And that Yahweh says, these are set. They're fixed. They're not going anywhere. And now they, you stay within these few rules of order and let's just create something. And so uh, that's so awesome. So when I begin to do this and begin to have my visitations, 
I realized there was a rule of order. And as I began to get more and more involved in this, um, then it's when I began to engage with the opportunity to meet Melchizedek and that it was a, a question I had to answer the question, would I accept a visitation? And I, I officially said in my heart, said out loud, I accept the invitation. But I knew it had been a call to me and I wasn't seeking it out. And that's the real, I want to caution you with that. Try not to uh, seek out certain things. At least these, these alignments of these from the cloud of witnesses, from the ancient ones, from the desert fathers, from uh, the heavenly hosts in different ways. Be careful not to just seek it out. You just you know realize that they're meant to be there for you. Even these seven thunders were meant to help us. They're tools. So when I had the first moment, I I, I didn't know what would happen. I thought maybe that we'd have some kind of physical demonstration of of, uh, of Melchizedek uh, showing up and doing some things. And and but uh, no, it was a whistling whisper. It came at the at the at, at the dawn of the, of this first morning. And this this certain thing came out and said uh, this voice and said, one uh, re remember the first one the first one is the little things, and I immediately began to see a pattern. The pattern was in more of a triangle and had these three lines in them. The lines were not um, aligned like I would think I would align them. I, I I would normally probably put one line at the very bottom, one in the middle, one toward the top, but it was not that way. The lines were. A little ways down from the top of it, and then kind of uh, not quite halfway down, and then three quarters of the way down was the other line. Nothing on the bottom line. And later, I found out what that was when I began to see the other side. I was seeing a portion. And so, try not to draw things to a conclusion, wait to let it finish. And so, now that I'm seeing more of the picture, I see why I saw that shape. Don't argue with the shape. Just write down what you see, and then later you'll understand it better. As my grandmother used to sing, we understand it better by and by when the morning comes. So the little things had to do with being able to, uh, first of all, have an eye for little things. And that's even more the principles of, of prospering, of the little things, taking care of money and another man's things, of managing your money. Uh, but the little things, you'll spot the little things. Possible years ago when I was on his staff, uh, different ones. Uh, I think I've mentioned this that there would be something uh, on the floor, and he'd ask us, "Anybody to see it?" But uh, and he'd teach us. He'd take us out there and say, "Look at that one thing you just walked over, and you expect somebody else to, to get it." He said, "But if you don't recognize the little things and take care of the little things, not be just a paranoid about it, but uh, but just uh, that you have an eye to spot things other people won't spot or not willing to spot." But the little things are the little things by the spirit that we may see something that may look normal to some people, but we see something deep inside of it. So you do, I believe it's a portal opener. It, it uh, may be a speck, some people call it a speck, just a dot. But you see it as an eye of the spirit, the ayin, uh, that leads to other amazing paths. And so uh, these last few days of this uh, first series of podcasts, I want to cover the seven thunders tomorrow. I will, co I will cover the Second Thunder, which is the hidden things, riddles, and secrets. You can find this in my book. Uh, come up here, uh, and uh, this one I'm looking at is on page 84. So hope hope you can be part of that and join with that. I bless your day-to-day and -day all that you're doing, all that you're engaging with. And just believe that as we're able to spot the little things, that uh, we're, we'll honor them. And they'll honor us and show us amazing things that are behind that little dot. Blessings over your day. Declare over your day. Shalom.